everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Hey, guess what? Leaders, listen. When I first started in leadership, I rarely listened to other people. I thought it was my job to just get stuff done. And quite frankly, if you came to me and you wanted to talk, you were just interrupting me, right? Well, after years of training and experience and helping other people to learn how to lead and connect with their people, I have a very different awareness, belief, and core knowledge about listening. So I'm going to share some tips with you on what to listen for in a conversation, right? So, you know, there's lots of tips and trainings out there on how to listen. I'm going to share with you um, three or four different ways of or, or things of what to listen to. Okay, so you can be a little more focused as you're trying to listen and get that pen and paper out. You're going to want to write this one down. Awesome. See you soon. All right, so leaders listen. I was listening to uh, an interview by Simon Sinek gosh, this must have been a couple weeks ago. And when he said that, I was like, yes, that is so true. Leaders listen. Whether you have a leadership position or not, you listen. Leaders understand the value of listening and connecting with their people. Okay. So when I first started in leadership, uh, my first position actually was as a school administrator, uh, kind of a business builder, all in the same. I, gosh, I rarely listened to my people. I'll just be honest. Um, I was so overwhelmed with all of the things that I needed to do. Quite frankly, looking back, um, as the leadership trainer and coach, gosh, I have a lot to tell that, that Michelle who started in that position. Some of the things that I would tell her would be, hey, you need to hire an assistant, right? Other things that I would tell her is people are first, always. Put the people first and the work will get done, okay? So I've learned how to listen better. Uh, A lot of that, quite frankly, has come from my training um, with the John Maxwell team on how to be a coach, as well as my PhD training. So that specific training has led me to um, not only understanding how businesses, organizations, systems, groups, people, the change process, how that all works, But the value of adding in this connecting piece when you're doing all of that work. My PhD dissertation is really on how coaching affects the quality in in a classroom. Okay, and I'm, I'm finding that as we're going through doing the research, what we're calling coaching Uh, is more of this checking the boxes, maybe an expert coming into the room and telling the teacher this is what you should do, right? When in reality, you know, maybe you'll get them to do it if they think their job is on the line, right? However, um, coaching at a, at a really deeper level is this ability to connect with that other person and know, hey, what's important to you? How can I meet you there? And how can I help you grow in the things that you need to grow in um, so that we're still meeting those metrics, right? But it's this relational connecting process, okay? So 
Throughout all of that, I have a ton of tips and tools and strategies, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm working right now on developing the curriculum for an online um, course that's going to go through many of the things that I've learned uh, about coaching and how to be a coach. So I, I was thinking, what in the world could I share with you today? So I want to share some listening tips with you. Now, these tips are not necessarily things that you'll hear like, you know, active listening skills or, um, you know, paraphrasing or things like that. I do talk about those from time to time, but quite frankly, you can use our searchy tool, our search engine, and you can go look up all those things and you'll, you'll have access to that. What I want to talk to you today about is the what are you listening for? Okay, so maybe you've learned a little bit about how to be a good listener. Great. What in the world are you listening for? So there's a few things that when you truly listen for these, you'll know more about that person and you can connect better. So the first one is what words do they use? What words do they use? And, and it's not just about what do they say, it's what words do they use? Because the words that they use tell you how they experience the world. Let me give you some examples. If I hear a coaching client say, you know, the other day I was, I was thinking about, or the other day, man, I was really mulling this over in my mind, right? The thinking and the mulling over in my mind, those words signify to me, whoa, okay, this is a cognitive person. They put value and importance on thinking, okay? If I, if I hear somebody say something like, you know, I noticed or I saw, those words tell me they're a visual person. Sometimes I'll hear people say things like, well, when I was walking across the room, dot, 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 right? They put importance on those words when I was walking across the room. That tells me they're a kinesthetic, a moving learner because they could have said anything, right? But they said, when I was walking across the room, this happened. Now, the, the subject of the conversation is whatever is, is inserted in that, that dot, 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 right? But they chose to say when I was walking across the room because them walking across the room is important to them, okay? Listen for those words. When you understand that, so oftentimes what I will do is when I notice that, whether it's in an email or a phone conversation or in person, um, I just keep track, maybe on a piece of paper with that person's name. Oh, they said this word. Oh, they said this word. Oh, they said this word. And then eventually I get a better picture about how this person chooses to interact in the world. That's going to help me because if I'm going to uh, maybe give them a tip or a suggestion about changing something, if I know that they are a cognitive person, I might say, hey, you know, could you set aside some thinking time on this? Now, if I know they're a kinesthetic learner, no, doesn't mean that they don't think, but their importance is on moving. So I might give them a suggestion about, hey, you know, when you're cleaning your room at the end of the day, dot, 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 okay? Does that make sense? So listen to those key words, they'll give you clues. The next thing you're listening for are feelings. Now this one gets a little weird because, 
you know, depending on your relationship to your own feelings, first of all, you need to understand that a feeling is just data, okay? A feeling is not something that you need to put a judgment on. So if a person is coming to you in anger, they're not angry at you, they're just feeling anger, right? And if that person has anger, you do not need to take on their anger. You do not need to catch it and become angry. You just want to get to the point where you're noticing their feeling, okay? And just beyond noticing the feeling, what happened that brought that feeling on, right? You want to understand what that trigger is. That's going to give you really good data. I remember one time leading a staff meeting and we were talking about the possibility of raising our prices. Now, you know, that's really kind of a normal thing to do, right? I had a staff member who was immediately angry and, you know, without trying to interpret what, why she was angry, I started to listen to what she was saying and I realized her anger came more from concern for the parents we were serving that we had some, some folks who were already being, um, you know, a little bit stressed with their finances. And so I took that on and I was like, okay, first of all, that tells me a lot about this person. She's really connected with our parents. That's good. Secondly, it tells me, hmm, as I'm thinking through this whole pricing thing, could I do something that might help those people who are already stressed? Okay, so, so rather than getting sucked into her anger and kind of interpreting that or putting my spin on it or making it an assumption, I really tried to understand what caused the anger, listen, and then do something about that. Does that make sense? Okay, now the third one is really listening for their values. So it's kind of connected to the feelings, but this is going beyond what they say, how they say it. Um, you really want to listen well. So for example, I was working with a teacher once. I was coaching her about, I, I don't know, working with parents better, I think it was. And uh, as we were having these conversations, um, one of the values that came out for her, she was a very young teacher, but one of the values that came for her was um, she had always been taught to respect your elders. And to her, the meaning of that was you don't, you pretty much don't talk if somebody's older than you. Okay, now I'm not there to argue with that, that value, right? That's a value, that's a part of who she is. However, when you're a very young teacher and all the parents you're serving are older than you, that might cause an issue, right? And it actually was. And so by listening to her, I had to, I knew, hey, wait a minute, this is, this is kind of a minefield. I need to be careful with this one. So I asked a lot more questions. Rather than saying, that's wrong, you shouldn't do that, do this. I knew because it's a value, it's going to take her a little bit longer to change that value. So I, I also knew it had to come from her. So then I went into my coaching techniques and asking a lot of questions. But if I wasn't listening for the value, I probably would have just said, um, just go do this. And she would not have done it. And both of us would be confused as to why, and we wouldn't get the result that we wanted. Okay? So listening to their words, listening to feelings, listening to values, that's going to serve you well. Now, there's some challenges to this. And I'll be honest with you that oh, working with hundreds of leaders and coaching them, I, I, I've seen all these challenges. 
So I'm just going to throw this out to you. And maybe you're the type of person that you've got to go and you've got to experience the challenge first. But maybe you're the one that can learn from other people's mistakes. Okay? So there's a few things you need to understand. The first is this kind of listening requires you to be quiet. Not just to be quiet in your voice, to be quiet in your mind. Instead of coming to a conversation, listening to what somebody's saying, and then trying to figure out what you're going to say in response, this requires you to sit back, notice, observe, be curious, and trust the moment. Okay? That alone may be extremely difficult for you to do on your own. That's a challenge. Another challenge is that you need to value listening. If that has never been something that you've experienced before uh, on this greater level, or that, you know, whether you've been listened to or you've listened on this greater level, you got to value it. Okay? Quiet that inner voice. You've also got to come to it from a place of understanding and compassion rather than judgment. So this may take some real internal change and growth for you in order to be able to uh, increase this skill. So, a couple questions for you. In light of all of this that I've shared with you, what is your listening plan? What's your plan? What is your intentional plan for growth to become better at listening? How are you going to keep yourself accountable as you're, you're doing this plan? Or do you trust yourself that you're going to be able to do this on your own? Or do you know, hey, I need to be with somebody to help me? Now, I, I tell you this, that if, if you feel like, hey, I'm good, I'm, I'm going to create this plan, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do it, and, and you know that you are, rock on, man, go do that, right? If you know that you're not, right? You say, Michelle, this is great. This is awesome. Oh, I still want to do this. And then you're like, wait, I've tried things before and it just doesn't work. Listen, come into our Empowered Leaders membership group. That is the place where we're doing these things all the time. Okay. We teach the principle. We have you create a plan. We say, go out, tell us what is your plan? Come back. What happened? What did you try? What worked? What didn't? What questions do you have? Right? Come into the Empowered Leaders membership group and I promise you we will give you the accountability that you need in order to grow to actually get the result that you want. So if you want to become a better listener, a better connector, a better relationship builder, um, a better producer, uh, and definitely a better uh, empowered leader and empowerer, come into the Empowered Leaders membership group. We'd love to have you. Okay? Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, listen. Go out and make today a great day, would ya? Go out and make it a great day for you. Make it a great day for somebody else. Um, just go be an encourager today, would ya? Go, go make the world better just by encouraging somebody. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.